Welcome back ladies and gentlemen for your latest episode from Boots Off TV. I'm your host as always, Del, and today we have something very different for you. So this is part one of a three-part series surrounding mental health, and this is for us to raise mental health awareness. It's a subject in which the entire team feel very, very passionately about. I'm someone who's suffered myself from mental health before, so we just want to raise awareness and take away that masculine stigma. So today I have my co-founder Ed with myself and we have Ruby. Ruby is an influencer from Kent and a mental health advocate, so it's great to have two people on board with me. How are you doing today, guys? Yeah, Dale, I'm all good. It's, uh, it's great to be uh, doing a podcast. A uh, bit, bit, bit away from my usual stuff, like to raise a good uh, message and like you said, if we can bring some awareness to mental health, especially within the game of football, then, uh, then that's job job done, so fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited to be doing this podcast. Um, and just raising awareness about mental health. Thank you very much for obviously coming along, Ruby. So a few of the statistics, guys, like over three quarters of a million people die from mental health-related issues every year. And essentially, with it being the second biggest killer in 15 to 29-year-olds, obviously, all three of us fit within that bracket. So I feel like it's something positive to obviously put out there. But... The main reason obviously we're here today is to discuss these issues and to see if we can take away some of that stigma. So first of all, we've obviously looked around the board, seen various ways in which mental health can be affected in football. So the first way is obviously early retirement and this can be things due to like injury. So Ed, I know you've done a bit of research on this mate in regards to injuries and yeah. how this has affected players. So. Well, from Tell what, us all a bit about what you yeah. found, man. Well, just, just from what I'm, I've been looking at, there, as you know, a massive football fan, and, and looking into the the injury side of things, it, it can be a major blow for for athletes in all sports, but football yeah. as 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 a, as, as a really important one. Uh, it's it's a team game. You you want to be winning yeah. as a team. You want to be uh, uh, getting involved as a team, and it's a great way to uh, to sort of get get yourself into a social situation and, and physically can make you feel better if you weren't doing it on mm. the professional game. And just say you're mm. injured. Uh, in the non-professional game and you can't do that that takes that away from you for, for that social yeah. and physical side and, and in a professional game even worse because it's your job it's your passion it, it, it's yeah. your legacy really like you, you're building your legacy and if your team's going and doing successful and you're not a part of it and you can't train with your team and you can't live your everyday life mm. it, it, it's horrible and, we, and we've seen it with uh, loads of footballers and and uh, just just knowing that when they get those big injuries what it can do to to yeah. their health and, and their career and uh, one example of that was uh, that I looked into was, was, was Danny Rose he famously came out in 2018 prior to the World Cup where he'd been going into that struggling with a lot of uh, injury uh, related issues and what he said that that had done for his mental mental side of his mental health uh, just the stress it had on trying to come in the rehabilitation mm. and, and just trying to get back and playing for Tottenham Hotspur he was with at the time and trying to get into that England team and, and the worry that that mm. brought of that it, it, it can be horrible and he's just one example that uh, that happens to but you know it happens to loads of people and, and people that we've seen who have been at the top of their game and his career has been shortened people like Jack Wilshere and, and people like Michael Owen um, I, I'm not speaking about what, what they've not come out and mentioned about their mental health side but you've got to think that yeah. injuries like that and how that could take away the legacy that they might have been able to create and just just the the awards and and, and, and the moments yeah. that they missed out on uh, it's got to be a heartbreaker and it's it it, it, it can be horrible. I, I've had it when I've been playing football it's not to that level but I've been playing football and I've missed a uh, six month of a season and it sucks yes. and uh, yeah you can't do what you you enjoy doing and that's 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 a real gutter I know you said about these yeah, like, sorry Ruby go on sorry <laughs> um, I was just going to say that like 
if you've been working for something your whole entire mm. life and that's all you've worked towards and those are your aspirations yeah and you've got to that level just having it taken away um by injury like it's gonna destroy you like yeah. it's gonna destroy your mental mm. health yeah c- completely like like me and ed have said before like the way in which mine and Ed's friendship essentially blossomed, we're from a huge group of friends from a variety of different social backgrounds and heritages. But the way in which our friendship blossomed was around football. It's that's the way that is that was the common ground in which we found. And essentially, this podcast wouldn't have happened without football being there. So there are positives that can come from the sport of football, mm. but it's also, we also have to remember that there there are bad sides and people will be affected. And like with football being such. A male dominant game. It's it's sad to say that the men do get paid more than the women, amongst other things, and we we have to kind of take this stigma and break it down. So, like we said, with injuries, you've got players that have retired junk. Like we said, look at Ryan Mason. He had a skull injury, which ended up causing his career to end abruptly. Like no one knows what that's going to do to someone. But yeah. is there enough to help these players? Because if we're looking, say, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I don't think there was necessarily the amount of support that needed to be there. There is the support there now, but the main issue in which we're finding is people are still scared to speak about things. So that's essentially why we're here. We're here to break that down and obviously see if we can raise a bit of awareness for the positive side of things as as well, guys. So obviously, even if you're essentially playing, like you said, like Danny Rose, um, things can still affect you. Like if we look at, um, it's Robert Enk, myself and Ed have spoken about before a very very sad case over from Germany mm. um, Ed I know you've done your research on that so I'll let you expand on that yeah well it's just well, Robert Enk he, he is a great example because he was someone who was at the top of his game he, he was playing for Hanover and this is going into 2010 so he, he was pushing for the main goalkeeper uh, for the German team and going into the mm. 2010 World Cup so you'd think at that point someone like that who's, who's got uh, the top of their game you, you just naturally think well they're getting paid this money. They're they're really famous, and uh, they, they must be loving life. Well, it's not the case, and and as you said, it has got better over time. That uh, it, it, it's starting to get a bit more spoken about, but it's still not quite there. And and this was a prime example about a decade ago at how he obviously wasn't talking to the right people, or or, or just and even if well, he he was just in a depression, which which led him to a point where he he did commit suicide very sadly. And he was a very good goalkeeper. He was he was literally mm. top level standard footballer, and um. Maybe the sport was there, but if it wasn't, that's that's something that should be uh, the case. These footballers who yeah. might be in a similar situation, who maybe lives have been saved where they have got uh, the right support, and then they haven't um, uh, committed suicide, which is that that's 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 the worst possible thing that can happen when it gets to the point where someone mm. uh, wants to take their own life. And seeing that, and and and, and you know that when it when it obviously came out, it was it was heartbreaking to see. And yeah, yeah, it's just that's that's just one thing that. Yeah, just you just hate to see it in people that they get to that point, and um, mm. I'm, I'm sure like Ruby will uh, obviously be able to say like I know you were looking into how with with male um, athletes especially that they they have that sort of sense of of of, of manhood that they 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 feel like they can't necessarily talk about people yeah. as much. Yeah, I think um, the whole masculine stigma like there is a thing where like people think that you know men can't cry and men can't um like have breakdowns just like Mm. everyone else but like footballers are just men at the end of the day and i think to be honest if footballers are opening up about mental health like it would really help fans Mm. because they'll see like oh my idols are opening up so like i should as well yeah like it's okay for me too Mm. yeah Yeah, that's a great i completely i i really agree it's like 
I feel like some another situation which was that of Jake Livermore. Um, he he was going through a lot of personal stuff. He ended up um, testing positive for drugs, um, and he, the, the way in which I respected why Jake Livermore came out about it was he was very open. He was very honest. He said he made a complete lack of judgment. He didn't do things the right way, but it was because of the personal stuff he'd had going on. And he did come out and say afterwards that he wishes he would sort of spoke to someone. So it's good to see that obviously there is progression being made. People can see the positives that can come out of speaking to someone, but we need to start getting there earlier because mm. someone like Jake Livermore, obviously he was an England international prior to um, his personal troubles. Mm. Um, and I, I know obviously it's not the same as someone like Robert Enk but in the same sense this is someone whose career has been damaged through personal issues and like Ruby said these they are still many human beings at the end of the day is if they feel like they can't come out and speak about things because they're going to be judged um, they're not going to want to and that in turn isn't really going to portray a positive message on speaking out to fans yeah, no, I really like that point, which what Ruby just said there, is, is because uh, footballers are seen as role models and idols, that mm. um, them making that big step allows um, people who are just maybe everyday life, like, like ourselves, who yeah. who might um, feel too much pride, because uh, it, it is a weird thing, like, like there's that, that, that you feel like uh, maybe as a man, not so much anymore, because it has got mm. a little bit better, but even though it does need to keep getting going that way, but before you might not have wanted to speak to to your friends yeah. or a professional or anyone about um, these these issues. And and you were saying about sort of substance abuse being an issue with um, yeah. Livermore and when, uh, when people do turn to drugs and then do turn to alcohol, uh, which was a, a major one maybe with footballers mm. in the 90s, that, that, that can also be... Uh, for for people like ourselves, maybe a, a downward spiral in life, and same with the footballers. If 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 they turn to these substances, and it, it causes their career to to deteriorate, then yeah, that that's gonna it, all it will do then is lead them into a a bigger depression. And yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's, and, and that's what we want to avoid, isn't it? Like yeah. you see you see these situations that play out. We've spoken on a number of occasions about obviously early retirement and that could be due to injury. But um, one I want to speak about from recent times is that of Andre Andre Sherla. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I know a lot of people looked at it and said oh, he's retired young. But the reason in which I respected his retirement is because he came out and he explained the mental troubles that he was having, and he said it. It the the desire wasn't there to play the game. The the, the fun and the passion was almost gone mm. um, but if we're talking 10 years ago if he was to retire I'd feel like there'd have been a lot more backlash towards him but it's good to see that football's made that progression and as a sport we're a lot more understanding but like we said progression still needs to happen I think with Schola, if we're talking say less than a decade ago the guy was playing in World Cups Euros like, mm. he was playing in the Champions League Like he is a very very talented footballer and to see him having to retire prior to the age of 30 it is very sad I, I won't, it, is, it is very sad yeah there is so much pressure on footballers as well like they're getting pressure from media fans as well as their football coaches mm. to like be the best so like they're seen as they should be perfect mm. obviously everyone suffers with mental health everyone like needs a break sometimes everybody needs a chat mm. um like no one's immune to it. Yeah, I'm going on what you just said there, Ruby. Like, if they're not playing well and they are doing that pressure, and, and we do it as fans, uh, we we get on their back and they get a lot of stick and they get a lot of criticism, and yeah. the, and the media will, um, will will come down on them, the pundits will come down on them, and uh, and, and you do forget, but it, it, in the sense that, yeah. that that is that is sort of natural because that's how the game's always been, and you've got to critique 
players uh, for the team performance. Uh, but you've got to think uh, that that media presence of what Rubio just touched upon there, the pressure that comes with that, um, that, that that's, that's got to be really bad. Like, if you play a terrible game, you go home, you listen to yourself, yeah. get absolutely destroyed by the pundits. Um, yeah, yeah, you got, you got. That's got to do something to your mindset. And that, I know that's a natural part of the game, but even that could yeah. be. Well, be fair, the pundits, fair enough. The ones who are going onto maybe the internet and um, and and. and putting god knows what that that could be a bit far but yeah but yeah yeah that, that. Lingard's a perfect example of that isn't mm. it he, he the guy obviously hasn't had his greatest season I'm someone who's got on his back well, um, he's been slaughtered in the media mm. but the thing in what a lot of people fail to understand is that he's had a lot of personal stuff going on this year mm. he's had substantial amount of personal stuff I know his behavior off the pitch hasn't always been ideal but that doesn't mean again that he's immune from any sort of mental health issues the guy's been suffering from stuff um, but he hadn't come out and said it and but the way in which I respect it is he, he hasn't now come out and said he's like I have been suffering severely off the pitch mm. but to see someone who like he would essentially if we're talking two three years ago he was a big game United player if we were in a cup final or a cup semi-final Jesse Lingard would have scored and I think see, he even got the winner in one of them didn't he? It, mate, against Palace. Yeah, yeah he's got an absolute. He scored an absolute rocket against Palace. Mm. And to see him go from an England international starting for Man United to then obviously make that, uh, it has been a very rapid decline for him. Mm. But it, like I said, we didn't know what was going on. It's good he's come and spoke out about it, and it's now time for more players to come out and speak out. And I feel like that will only kick on and reap reap the rewards for obviously mental health because the more people that speak about it. I feel like everyone will feel more solidarity on the subject as well because I feel like the biggest problem which a lot of people find in there's you look at it and you say a lot of people feel alone when they feel feel depressed and they feel like they're the only one going through that situation and as people speak more and they understand that there are others going through it I feel like if we were all were to speak about it uh, because the thing in which I don't like is that mental health is always spoken about negatively. It's never looked at as, say, a positive, like, it's looked at as it's the be all or end all. It's, if you find that as a common ground with someone, you can work together through it. Um, Ed, I'll be honest, like, football's always been my go-to place to kind of escape from things and, and that sometimes necessarily helps, but then also having good friends around, like, and having that sort of foundation around you does really help. So out there if anyone obviously does feel like they are going through a tough time please do send the page a message like any of the team will reply and be happy to help you but guys um, like I said we've spoken about things from a negative light we've spoken about injuries we've spoken about personal problems are there other are there any other areas that you would say may affect a player or say a fan in the footballing world in relation to mental health well um as, as you sort of said in terms of uh, the, the fans perspective yeah. if if say someone is going for a mental health it's very much what you just touched upon there Dale uh, you were sort of saying that football makes you feel uh, good and, and, and it's something that you can relate to and enjoy well a, a lot of those fans and a lot of them would have felt it during this time during lockdown is, mm-hmm. is not having football and not being able to go maybe to the pub even just to watch the game with their friends or go down to a yeah. football games I love to go down and watch my local team Chertsey and, and I've really missed that um, just with the lads and uh, well, cheering on the boys and uh, just having that normality in my life mm-hmm. so a lot of people during this lockdown with the lack of all sport or, or, or just all socialising in general would have really uh, got, maybe gone into a bit of depression and, and I think you said there like a sense of loneliness and 
uh, and that, that's 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 not great. I know um, maybe some uh, elder elderly people who weren't able to see their family because the the family couldn't come and see them because they were they were maybe at a higher risk. Uh, they might have sent a, 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 a sense of loneliness, and if there was in sports-wise, if there was those those people who liked to watch the sport, or or even just had like uh, someone to talk to around that, and it was gone, then yeah, I, I, I think that the, the lack of uh, sport, in, and this is more related to this year, uh, yeah. ha- has probably played a big factor, and I, I dare say um, that the figures have probably gone up in terms of uh, mental health cases and. I think mm. just having sports back now that, that could be a great platform for uh, for for people to to get get back to their normality and, and get uh, and their sense of socialization and and whatnot and uh, Ruby you'll probably be able to, to say it better than I will but like um would you say that not having that uh, that sort of sense of of that passion that you you love in life would that could maybe affect uh, someone's mental health more because I know you've probably looked into uh, a lot of that over your your time and your studies positive like aspect of football as well like it's so social like like you said like you met through football Mm -hmm. so like you have something to talk to even if you don't really want to talk about deep things like you can go um go to the pub and watch the football or just chat about it Mm -hmm. or go and watch a game or like or even like play football like Mm -hmm. exercising getting out and doing something like it can help so much mm. a sense of physical like I, I think a lot of people in this time have, have probably not done much exercise i'm speaking out of uh, personal uh, experience and and just going and, and play, having a kick about with the boys again like you just said there was fantastic to do that and because uh, when, when you feel like not very active and, and the physical side of you goes down you sort of feel bad yeah. in yourself and then you eat a lot of maybe junk food a lot of people might have done during this time and if you not feel good in yourself then yeah your, your whole mental aspect could start to feel uh, a bit down as well but uh, I, I think that uh, what you guys have both um, we've, we've all just been saying there how how the positive side of of, of the sport can bring people together and, and it can yeah. uh, really have a, have a have a good aspect uh, and a look on life for people and it, and it keeps them away from that mental distress that they might have previously been feeling oh i, I completely agree man um a bit i'd say a big part during lock obviously just speaking about lockdown is i'd say a big part of even between myself and ed and our friends a way in which we kind of kept our normality was we were giving Ed grief as to whether Liverpool would still get the title. <laughs> yeah, you guys but enjoyed that. that. <laughs> but but do you know what I mean? That was the yeah. way in which we kept our normality. Um, so I know there's going to be people out there that wouldn't have been able to do that. So it is sad. So I know there was a lot of uh, a lot of people may say, "Oh, well, football football may not be able to help mental health." Yeah, for some people it may not work. But I, I can say from personal experience that it mm. is something that I, that has always helped me. And like you guys have both said, that physical activity side of things because let's be honest like we've said not everyone is comfortable speaking about their personal problems especially not straight away as well but Mm. if you if you essentially get to a point where you're kicking a ball around with your mate and you're going to the pub that's going to be where you feel most comfortable and you're back at your normality and say your calmest place when you feel like that you're going to be a lot more inclined to feel positive Mm. throughout and I feel like with myself and like the reason we started the podcast I can say was I was suffering myself and taking that social aspect away from me um, even something as simple as like we said about 
the grief that we'd give each other. It, like mm. countless times throughout the season, I've got a message from you being like, "What the hell's going on with Man United?" Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that that that's still, that that's always been on on normality. So mm. to take that away, it was a bit of a struggle. But the thing in which I'd say is when you have you ne- you don't necessarily have to speak about your problems if you don't feel comfortable. But just checking on your friends and kind of giving your friends that social support really does go a long way. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's 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 definitely. And I, if you, if you have that uh, that sense of communication, a sense of social inclusion, and yeah. and then uh, as we saw saying there with the with the the physical side as well. I know if you then go and do kick a ball about, it, if you're not professional, it releases a lot of natural like sort of chemicals and uh, and sense of uh, oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not the the the, the, the sort of the adrenaline feel like. Uh, I'm not yeah. the expert in that sort of area, but I know yeah. I know that sort of the, the what that's what it the can do. For you. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. And, and it can make you feel just positive, like you, you do a workout and you feel positive. But mm. I, f- I think a, a big aspect of what, what we're looking at here is that um, professionals, yeah, it's their job, so it, that it can be a stressful time for them if we're looking on their aspect of life. But we, we can't think they're invincible. We've got to yeah. realise that they're, they're, they suffer from these as well and, and that they're, and the stress of what their job can bring, things like injuries and retirement and, and whatnot, how, how that can have on them and, and that they will still need that mm. support. And then for for like everyday people like ourselves, what it can do for them and, and the support that they could be provided. If people, like you said there, which is very, very true though, if anyone wants to speak to us, we'll be happy to speak with them and include them and, 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 and talk football or talk anything with them. And obviously within the professional game, if they can get uh, that, that support within their team, I'm sure over the last decade, a lot of clubs have started to put things in place yeah. now mm. uh, where if anyone has anything to talk to that they could speak with a professional or speak with their, their friends. So it's uh, across any job, any level status, any ethnicity, anything, it, it, it can it can affect everyone and that's something that mm. obviously we want to make aware. It, it, and in doing the, these podcasts and we can do our part, then brilliant, I'm, I'm all in. Look, Ruby, I know you haven't. Um, you obviously you're not from the same footballing background as myself and Ed. You're you're very much um, an advocate for mental health. I know you've done a lot of research around in the subject of football. So, what's something that's been quite eye-opening to you? So you you've done your research, you've researched, and you, you've seen the positive effects that obviously can happen and the negatives. What's something that stood out for you in say a way in which things can progress? I think, obviously, I didn't know a lot about football mm. at all, and I've been doing research, and it just kind of hit me, like, how many, like, people suffer with this, and how maybe football is seen, maybe, like, I used to see football as, like, oh, yeah, they get paid so much, mm. like, they, but they are still human, and they still suffer, like, everybody else, yeah. and they are idolised, like, by so many fans, mm. and it's just, like... Like hearing the stories about Danny Rose um, and Ryan Mason yeah. and everything, um, it's just, I don't know, it's been eye-opening because you just don't really expect it. Yeah. You do kind of look up to celebrities and be like, oh yeah, they don't suffer, but mm. of course like everyone does, everyone's human. Like, mm. It comes back to that cliche, doesn't it, of like money doesn't really buy happiness, does it? Mm. And you, these guys have obviously, they, they're, they're idolised, they almost have like, they almost looked up to say is like a god a god say so when yeah. when they when they're at their highest point they're obviously idolized and when they're not necessarily playing well when they're take essentially taken off that pedestal they've got they've still got all their money but they're they're not really looked at in, in the same light that's obviously going to be very damaging for a lot of players um mm. especially the young guys as well because 
there's been a number of players, um, obviously, that have come burst onto the scene. We've seen it time and time again, Ed, where you've yeah. had amazing young players come through and things necessarily haven't worked out. And it's, it always comes down to attitude, attitude, attitude. But the thing in which I will say is, does part of that stem from mental health? Will, where Because they haven't had, say, the necessary support with how to cope with this new, say, celebrity status. I reckon that could definitely. Yeah, like sorry, go on, Ruby, sorry. So there's also like a lot more like now mm. where there's a lot more interaction between fans and football players mm. through like social media. Yeah. Like there's a lot more opportunity. People can just say what they want online now. Like, and I think that can be damaging. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know getting hate comments and stuff. Like, it's hard to read. Like you think it's like oh it's just like someone online, but like actually after a while it does get to you. Yeah, of course. Especially if it's mass people and like, if we were using it in a, in a, in a football uh, sense, if, if they're playing bad and they're getting a lot of stick, that could be terrible. But if you if, if you look at it uh, as maybe even a celebrity point of view, what happened with obviously Caroline Flack, and and then after Very that, sad story. Yeah, after that, it sort of started off a trend of just just be nice and that, and uh, yeah, what she was probably getting a lot of. Uh, abuse on social media and and that's only obviously been something that's come along what in the last decade or, or two so uh that, that that's a good point that's a, that's a new sort of platform that yeah they can interact with their like fans and followers but that could be detrimental to uh the level of uh abuse that they might be receiving and yeah. Very much so, mate. I, I do agree. And the thing with the, the Caroline Flaxo is really sad. In, um, obviously, that is, the, say, a new age of problem where, say, celebrities now, they're more, they're, they, they get a lot of abuse online. Whereas if we're taking it back, say, 20, 20 plus years ago, the problem wasn't necessarily for footballers with their mental health. There wasn't necessarily because of things online. It was more things like alcohol abuse and yeah. things like that. Look at players like George Best, very sad story. One of the greatest players Definitely. ever. And it's spoken about in such high regard by players such as Pele, Maradona, and these are essentially the two of the greatest of all time. Speaking about someone, his life obviously came to a premature end because of alcohol abuse. Mm. And if you look at Gas- Paul Gascoigne, he's obviously yeah. he's he's deteriorated after he's retired because it's not just about when you're playing. And obviously, these guys were two of the greatest British players ever. Like there is no doubt about it. But even when you retire, say. Mm. Is there that much that we can that we can do? Because taking that celebrity status away, when there wasn't things like social media for them to continue, say themselves as even as a brand, if we were to call it, there wasn't really much progression yeah. on after playing. Um, so I feel like social media has its positives, um, where they can still interact with fans once they're retired and keep things going. Prime example: someone like Ian Wright. Mm. He's used he he's used his status to promote things like BLM and obviously promote. A, and when people are being shooting online and saying race, racist things, that they are highlighted. Yeah. But then we have to look at it, it's just like, social media can be used for positives, but not everyone's using it for positives, and that's essentially how we get to the stage where people are suffering mentally, because you do go online and you see this image, and I feel like a lot of people, they, they look up to their idols, mm. but then you're also gonna get people that. Are, going to use social media for negatives and the amount of racial abuse um, social abuse that happens online that's essentially why we're, we're here recording this podcast because if there was none of that there wouldn't there, I feel like a lot of the problems would go away yeah but, no I think you might be right there if, if there was less there's always those people that uh, don't make it mm. easy for others and uh, yeah oh, that's, course, that's why the Caroline Flack thing of, of be nice and it was, was, was a good message after that or, or tragedy had happened and uh, just just going on what you were saying there as well, Del, uh, you said about um, some of the players that had retired and 
that they lost their relevance. That's that's got to be a big one. Like, because if if you just go from like getting paid big time, being the the man as uh, being an idol, as as Ruby was saying to these fans, and suddenly you're not doing that, and and you're not the man anymore, and you're not getting that relevance. That's got to be a major one. And uh, an example I always use for for young people in in like college ball in like. College, college, baseball, college, basketball, college, American football is at college level. They're like the big thing, and they they get on TV and they get the big crowds mm-hmm. in, and and everyone loves them. They're they're, they're seen as like almost celebrities within their yeah. area. Uh, but then, once say they don't get picked and they don't go on to the big time, and then suddenly they're just dropped, and suddenly they're just uh, like. It, yeah. It's not. I don't want to say like everyone else because it's, it's that's that's not shouldn't be an insult. But they're just not going to be the career they wanted to anymore, and and they're not going to have that fame. And if, if you have fame as, as as a retirement, or if you potentially have the fame and it doesn't quite get to the point you want, that's got to be a that's got to be yeah. a real a mind uh, a puzzle. I thought for yourself that sort of dilemma of what's next, and that can happen at any age. Like what's next? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I do agree, man. I feel like when when you get to the point, like we've said, where you can take, you, you can have you can have everything, and it can essentially be taken away from you in a second. Whether that is because of injuries, whether that is because of personal issues, retirement due to age, like whatever it is, these are going to be problems. But mm. if if we were to obviously finish on a positive note, guys, what is one way in which you think will positively affect? the masculinity and the, um, the stigma of that moving forward what do you think is some what do you think is something that will benefit that I think um, just like talking um, us being able to talk to each other about what's going on checking up on people mm. um, if you think someone might be low just check up on them um, they might not have the guts to say like um, I need help yeah. like um, I'm struggling so yeah just check up on your friends mm. um, especially with male friends because they probably struggle a bit more mm. because of the um, masculine stigma mm. What about yourself, Ed? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Just getting a, more of a message out there and, and, and encouraging things like that within sports teams, uh, having those resources in place, encouraging people to, um, it, it, or maybe a not professional level to come and get involved in sports and that. And, and kind of like what we're doing now, like in a sense, where what we want to do is is, is raise uh, the awareness and that's why we're doing yeah. our part here. So if people keep doing that and, and everyone's always trying to raise awareness and making sure things are in place and then like over the last decade, how far forward it's come if it went that far forward again in another 10 years in terms of it's okay and how this should be spoken about and that I think things can get better in in that sense Mm. I I do agree and obviously we've partnered up with a couple of brands for this series obviously we've got Intra London um, and Charitable Football Club Uh, we're also working with Finding Your Feet podcast on our next episode as well but just to speak about Intra Intra are a brand who they they donate 10% of proceeds to mine and I know that may not necessarily sound like a lot to people, but some putting into charities like mine, it really does help. Um, and mine are a charity that they they will help anyone who does need it. So if anyone is struggling, you can head over to Mind. And like we said, we're working with a charity, Charitable Football Club, and they're essentially a team who are going to be raising funds for a number of charities. And that's why essentially Boots Off are working with them because essentially we do enjoy what we do um, and football is our passion but at the end of the day people's health has to come first and that's essentially why we have done this podcast but guys I feel like that's a great place to wrap it up it's been an absolute pleasure and I know it's something a bit different it's not really 
um, something we've spoken about before but like we said if anyone is struggling at all um, please check our description we'll also be having a, um, an article coming out written by Ed and Ruby just to help people that are suffering so thank you very much and like I said take care thanks thank you